Good morning. Welcome to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. It's great to be back in the studio this morning uh, after uh, being on vacation at North Myrtle Beach. And this morning, we're going to finish up a conversation with Justin Buchanan. He's my guest when we return. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by our friends at Community County Services for local family-based mental health. Hi folks, are you having problems with your child at home? Is their behavior a problem? Are you at your wit's end? If so, call us for more information. Community County Services, we provide family-based mental health. Call for information at 371-8066. We work to help you keep your family together in a healthy way. Community County Services, 371-8066. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. In studio live with me is a good friend, uh, Justin Buchanan. Justin, we're going to continue our conversation about drugs in our community, the effects that they have on people. And this morning, I want to start with you right there. Uh, you gave us a great testimony of uh, how you turned your life around from drugs. But one thing we didn't take a deeper look into is how it affected you personally. Like, what were the, some of the side effects? Well, I came back to Dubois. I was seven months clean, and I was working with my sister up in North Crate, and uh, I was putting drawers together, and uh, I could not get it. And I'm thinking, you know, my brother-in-law, my sister, they were trying to explain to me, explain to me. And I was getting frustrated, and I'm thinking, you know, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? So I started traveling with them doing sales, and it took up to almost, I was a year clean, and it seemed like just everything just hit me. Things that you probably get a 10-year-old kid to do, I could not do it. And uh, when it all kind of, you know, clicked, I'm thinking, how do you mess something like that up? Because right. it was that easy, and I just it couldn't, I couldn't comprehend how to do it. So your motor skills just weren't there? It wasn't they, coming across like, hey, this is how I used to do this? No, they were not there at all. Uh, especially when you're caught up in addiction to uh you lose everything there's no confidence even when you get out there's no confidence there's no nothing like even when you're clean it's like restarting life again learning how to do everything again and so you had to go through that whole process and just start again so for for people who are using today they're definitely going to be Obviously, a period where you hopefully get out of that situation, but you're still going to deal with long-term, potentially long-term side effects. Absolutely. I mean, you think you're caught in addiction, and, you know, people start out using and even holding a job. Then when addiction really starts picking up, you lose your job, you lose everything. So, I mean, there's people, it's really caught in addiction. It hasn't worked for, think about it, years. Right. So to restart everything over, learning how to work, uh, doing the simple things, it's starting from, you know, the basics. Do you think, like, you have any long-term side effects today that you notice? Like, you're like, well, I wish I, maybe I hadn't used or that you still have today, or are you pretty much over that? Uh, it's not the long-term side effects. People, you know, all my life when I was caught in addiction and that and I was trying to get clean, people were like, Justin – you're going to struggle with using. I don't struggle with using. There's not a day I wake up thinking I want to get high. Uh, I do struggle with forgiving myself with the people I hurt. Sure. My son, 
I was absent out of his life for eight years. That's eight years I'll never get back. And uh, things are great. And I'm going to be real with you guys. Like last week, I was, it was just struggling. It was just like, man, my kid's going to be 15 years old this year. And I came home. And my little daughter and my 14-year-old son was, he, he was riding his scooter and he's helping my daughter. And I just kind of smiled because uh, my little boy was painting chocolate over my daughter's face. Hmm. And I looked down on our driveway and there was a cross that said, Jesus. And instantly I thought, stop, Justin. Stop feeling bad. If you didn't go through the struggles you did, your son wouldn't be where he's at today. So, uh, you know, we can't get caught up in our past. There's nothing we can change in our past, especially the addicts. And it's not just the addicts, it's to everybody. All your past is going to do is hold you. Uh, it can't hold me. I was forgiven. Now it's time for me to forgive myself. Right, and my la one of my last guests was Peggy Caruso, who's a life coach here in, in the Dubois area, and we talked about that very same thing, that it's a new day, right? Every day is a new day to say, I'm not doing that behavior anymore, whatever it is. Now, it's not that easy, but you can take that first step. Obviously, you got away from it, and you were working for your sister. You got, as you have told me, a second chance where are you at today? Uh, I laugh because through boxing, my son boxes, and uh, I tell people, you know, when he went through boxing, they're like, people see boxing. It, it, that's not the fight we were ever fighting. Uh, my son supported, he always had on his gloves, on his shirt, Philippians 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Well, we weren't fighting to win that. We were fighting for someone else's family. So we raised money to put another person up in rehab for a year uh that's the fight we're fighting that's the good fight uh i want to see people be successful i want to see people have another chance you know back almost seven years ago january 11th uh i came here and it was unknown for people around this area to come back clean and actually be successful since i walked that walk there's hands full of people clean and I thank God for that because, uh, you know, he's using me each and every day. And I'm just, that's, that's the only thing I pray for. God, please, please let me work the front lines. And he is using you in a mighty way, right? So one day you were at work and you got a phone call. I got a phone call. It was through boxing. It was Mike and Deb Cummings. Uh, I knew him through boxing. And uh, I was up in Buffalo selling furniture. And they called me and said, hey, uh, we got a job for you down here in Tynesta. You're working with kids i started laughing at him i said <laughs> i don't work with kids i work with addicts and uh they're relentless they don't take no for an answer so i'm like okay i'll just <laughs> buy time i said i'll come talk to you monday well i went down there and talked to him monday and i uh i said yes i'll give it a shot i started with troubled youth and uh for the first five or six months I was scared because, you know, I've seen these kids, a lot of them are caught in addiction. A lot of them don't have fathers. 
mothers. And uh, I went in there, never working with troubled youth. I was open. I've told, you know, I'll sit all these kids and I'll tell them everything about my past. And I laugh now because when I just told you about I don't work with kids, I work with addicts. God tells you, love everybody. There's no special, there's no certain person you work with. We work with the broken. It's not addicts, it's not people, you know, troubled youth. It's the broken. And I, I want you to think about that because anybody that's being honest, they're broken one way or another. We are commanded to love, to help. And uh, that's how you get through life. I tell people, everybody needs somebody. And I work with these kids, and I'll just tell you a couple success stories. Uh, I got to work with this kid. He's 15 years old. Uh, I'm not going to tell you I'm not strong with these kids. I'm, it's military style. If I have to get them up first thing in the morning and have a heart-to-heart, -heart, it will be a heart-to-heart -heart talk. I had this new kid come in, 15 years old, big 15-year-old kid. I walked in his room. I said, hey, you here for time or are you here for change? He said, I'm here for change. I said, we'll see. And I walked out. So I run a landscaping business down there. And this kid was here for change. Uh, every single day he was with me. We talked. You know, at first, I love on these kids. And it's, sometimes it's tough love. But then when I get to know him, I talk to him about God and what God has done for me. And the day that kid left, I sat there and cried. Because he's a kid that could have made it, kid, it can make it. Uh, soon after, he lost his brother to addiction. But I kept in touch with the family. And uh, I always called him. I always went to him. He spoke in many courtrooms with me. He spoke in churches with me. And he called, he called me the other day and he said, nah, Justin, I just want to thank you. He's like... You know, I was skeptical about God, and I was skeptical about things, but he's like, you always talk to me about that, and uh, now I know God was with me the whole time. Now he's running his own successful landscaping business. You want to talk about someone that's super proud. I thank God for these kids. And, you know, people go around, they hear troubled youth. The only thing they're troubled is they don't know what love looks like. That's the difference. They don't know what love looks like. Mm. These kids want to be loved. They, they want discipline. I mean, for the first while, wow, they'll buck against the discipline, but you know, I've get nothing but full respect from these kids. I have them call me <laughs> up till 10, 11 o'clock at night sometimes. We got to talk. <laughs> and I'm okay. I'll pick the phone up each time. Right. It's one thing we've talked in our private conversations. You still have many children who have gone through this program, you work at the Taylor Division, Diversion Program, uh, they still reach out to you, right? Yeah, yeah I, I, I worked with a girl, trained her in boxing, and I, you know, she, she's doing good, and she just graduated and stuff like that, and she, you know, they tell me, Justin, thank you for doing what you're doing. I said, no, thank you. And like, what did I do? I said, you keep me grounded. You keep me where I need to be. Those kids helped me, probably helped me out more than I actually helped them out, if I'm being honest. I could be with those kids 
all day long, every day. Yeah, and I remember when we were at lunch, it's probably two months ago now, but specifically about the the girl boxing. It seemed like she came with some real problems and real trouble in her life, and it was about diverting her uh, energy that she had to the right thing, right? You want to talk about that? Yeah. Uh, I think it's a great story. It's kind of neat. Trinity, she uh, she's, was on so many medications. She was on so many, you know, out of in and out of programs with left and you know debbie the owner there she comes up and she asks her she goes what are you good at that girl goes fighting she goes are you any good and she goes i think <laughs> so she goes okay we're gonna get you a personal trainer this girl uh she's a two-time gold glove champion she i think she's she has another belt too and uh she's doing great which is an amazing story right because by all accounts, she would have just been thrown into a program or potentially ended up in jail with the behavioral issues. Not exactly where you're going to find like true rehab and leave jail with some skills. It seems like Mike and Debbie and what you do there take these children in tough situations and put them to use with the skills that they have. Absolutely. And I think the difference between our program, uh, we got a wonderful, wonderful staff. You know, our job's not a seven to three job. These people, I've never seen people around them love these kids like we love them. Uh, and they know it. You know what I mean? You got them out, we, they get certified for welding. They're in a wood shop working. Uh, we've had people work off grounds, you know, and we always, if somebody falls, we're always there to pick them up. You know, everybody's going to fall. You just can't, you got to pick yourself back up and help them out. It's, and we always, like I said, touch bases with them. Anything they need, we'll do for them. But we also hold them accountable. You mess up, we're going to have a conversation about that too. Right, and I think accountability obviously is a is an extremely important word. It's a big word, but just because uh, there's accountability doesn't mean that they don't love you. I mean, I still remember my mom telling me, Michael, this is going to hurt, but it's because I love you. Right, because children need that discipline. People, they need that uh, help to learn. Like you just don't do certain things. Oh, I do. I actually, uh, I laugh because, you know, each each shift we send emails out. Do I? I usually never have no behaviors on seven to three. But other shifts, they'll just, they'll start behaving. So I'll get in there first thing in the morning. They'll get a morning wake up. What you do? And after I'm done having a serious conversation with him, I said, if I just let you do what you wanted, because you guys don't give me no issues, do I love you? No, I don't. Just because you listen to me don't mean, that's not true love. You respect and you show everybody. Like, when I say I love someone, I'm going to honor them when they're there and when they're not there. I'm going to make sure I'm doing good because... I know that person sees something in me. So I hold them accountable no matter what at all times. Yeah, which I would say is probably one of the most important things you do in the program that you work at, right? Yes. Because without it, I think it's just filling in the time, as you said, to the one young man. Are you here for time or are you here for change? If you really want to go through that change, i got to believe that there's a – real process to it and 
accountability is a huge part of that. I got a young kid right now that's been through a lot of stuff. And I remember in the program, he didn't say a whole lot, you know, and he listened. And this is the crazy part. He listened. He didn't really interact with other kids. And we do a thing. We hand out food up in Clarion. And uh, he goes, Mr. Justin, can I come? And that's the first time he really talked to me. So, again, I always watch people. I watch adults. I watch kids. That's how I get to know them. And I went there, and uh, they were sitting on my tailgate. And I was off where I could hear him, but I, they didn't think I was paying attention. The one kid said something about Jesus. I said, what do you know about Jesus? And it caught my interest. So we started learning a little bit about that. And uh, this kid is an amazing kid. He's been through some serious struggles. And he was the one that like, called me last night. And, you know, he said, Justin, he come up to me. He reads the Bible when I mow grass, and he's like, what do you think about me being a pastor? I said, that's amazing, but what do you think about yourself being a pastor? And again, I said, and that's a whole thing, but I said, you're gonna have to hold yourself to a higher standard. I said, I believe God put you in this house. I said, you're the most boldest person I've ever seen at 16 years old talk about God. Hmm. No one ever in the last three years there never was that bold. And uh, I laugh. I hold this dear to my heart. Uh, I look and I'm thinking if they don't have us, the ones we say we care, what chance do they have? And that's with addicts, anything. You know, we say we care, we say we want to help, but do we all actually help? Yeah, I think that's a good question and something that we're definitely looking into on this program is how to truly help, right? I think first we got to start with the the idea that we do have an issue right here in Dubois. Absolutely. This is what, and I tell everybody this, I don't care what your job title is. I, I don't care what your name is. We've all been affected by addiction. Right. Either you have someone in your family or you know someone that's caught up in addiction. That's serious, think about that. Everybody knows an addict, but what are we doing about it? Uh, I think before the program you were sharing with me, you, you were back, you were at Walmart of all places, right? I, this is a crazy story, I was at Walmart and I had a lady from Brockway Sheets come up and she's bawling her eyes out. She goes, I can't believe what I see. She goes, Justin, you've been, you don't know how many times I thought I was going to read about you, you're going to be dead. She goes, to see you come in the store so messed up. And uh, people don't understand, they watch. But nobody has hope, true hope. And we got to carry on, especially as Christ followers, to me. That's our job, is to show people hope, support, backing up. It's not about just going to church on Sundays. Right, and even we don't have to go far, right? We can, we can do this right here in Dubois. It's right? Right, it's right in our backyard. Right, and I know you and I have had private discussions. You could absolutely take me somewhere right now that, unfortunately, they sell drugs out of certain areas right here in our hometown. Absolutely. I mean, it's not just one place. I could take you. 
several places. Yes, and I believe that, and uh, I don't want to go, but um, I do. I do know. I think our authorities are are looking into all of that. They're doing some great things in that area uh, with the task force and things that we've talked about in the past. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about what the community can really do. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by our friends at Lifespan Family Services, located in the Dubois Mall for local adoption and foster care services. Each day in Pennsylvania, there's at least 15,000 children taken from their homes due to abuse or neglect. Foster parents provide homes to these needy children. Lifespan Family Services trains, supports, and compensates foster parents to address this problem. Call Lifespan Family Services today at 375-1314 or drop in at the Dubois Mall or at Lane Avenue in Punxsutawney. Lifespan Family Services, helping people help children every day. 375-1314. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. We've got a few more minutes with Justin Buchanan. And Justin, I know we left for the break uh, talking about the fact that it's right here in Dubois. We don't have to go anywhere to help people to really be helpful here in our community with this serious, serious issue. What are your thoughts on how we can be helpful? I think the whole community could be helpful. Uh, I'll start as as even churches uh, we're Christ followers uh, people sit there and say just like I again like I used to say I work with addicts well people say I don't know how a clue how to help an addict well that's not true uh, if you have Jesus in you you have a clue to help people you love on these people some people can help you financially mentoring uh, guiding, you know what I mean, running people to appointments, cooking, anything. Like, there's so much more if the community got behind us. It'd be amazing to see what we really could do as a community. Is it your dream to have uh, have the tailored diversion program right here? I would love to have a uh, rehab right around this area. I would love to. And it's, you know, we talk about it a lot. I don't want it to be another teen challenge. I want it to be a next step up in Teen Challenge where it's all faith-based, but you have workforce. You have, when they get out, they go to another house. They have more They have more freedom, but you also have to go to, you know, your Bible studies, your uh, stuff like that, but they, they find their full-time job. You know, because the problem is rehabs are failing people because they're, okay, you're doing a year. Then, you, okay, figure it out on your own. No. To, to kind of leave and then they're on their own. Yeah, there's, there's no aftercare. And so we kind of need to look at that and make it a a program that walks along with you on this journey. Absolutely. And that's why I say the church has got to be involved because we got to walk along these people. And think about this. We, I always say you save one or two addicts, and it just keeps on. We're saving. We're saving people. We're saving people. It started with me. Then there's a handful of people right now. It's clean and sober, helping other people. So I've taken it personal to help anybody who needs help. Yes, and I think, how can the community contact you? Do you mind sharing or? Uh, they can contact me anyway, honestly. We've got so many requests and people have said, thank you for having Justin on and sharing. I feel that they can, this is important. Mike, they get a hold of you, they get a hold of me. Uh, email, anything, honestly, get a hold of us. I would love to have a conversation where we can sit around the table and talk about truly helping people. 
Yeah, reach out to us through uh, contact on Connect FM, and we're happy to follow up and connect you with Justin. Uh, Justin, as always, I want to thank you for sharing uh, just your personal story, uh, having the courage to come on and do that, and then sharing the success stories that you're seeing at the Taylor Diversion Program in Tynesta and your dream to have something here in our local community. Um, I believe it's going to happen, so I want to thank you for coming on and Uh, spending this time with us well thank you guys and next week you can join me for gun owners of america we'll have a big discussion have a wonderful day